<laughs> just keep repeating no pants until someone catches on <laughs> no pants <laughs> guys ah, no pants. what's cracking everybody and welcome to episode 278 of the good Crackin' podcast i'm one of your hosts tonight and l pearson alongside a man with no pants garrick bartholomew eaton what's happening garrick no pants. No pants, baby. Let's go, dog. Uh, it is very hot over there in Utah, too, yeah? Yeah, dude. It's uh, We we hit 100 this week. It's cooking Ooh, here right now. Wee. And uh, Yeah, my house is unfortunately uh, three stories tall just because of – not because it's big or fancy, just because of the way it was designed. Uh, and my office is on the third floor of the home and it is incredibly fucking hot up here because insulation problem. Mm, yeah. Mm. I, I feel that <laughs> it is, it gets real. Well, not even just that, but like upstairs are already just kind of naturally hot as they are. Um, my office is upstairs and <laughs> I told my boo, like we just got, we just got a portable air conditioner and I was like, just put it in the bedroom because like even even with it in here i have to like turn it off otherwise like you can hear the fan right and even now with my current fan you can kind of hear this fan too um yeah i got with, one down here too but with the air conditioner it was like real loud it was like real loud. and it fucking sucks because it was advertised as quiet right so i'm pissed about that already as it is but you know Bastards. it's fine it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Cardboard King in chat. Love getting literally a Mission Impossible trailer for the pre-show ad. Hell That's yeah. us, baby. Okay. We're we finally made it. We finally made it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we also have a man with no pants. <laughs> it is our wonderful, very own Twitch.tv's kind of DJ No Pants. Yeah. I got no pants on. Okay. <laughs> I'm wearing shorts. DJ, actually. how are you doing, <laughs> good sir? Man, you know, man, you know, <laughs> you know, you know. You ever just <laughs> that's it? That's it. That, it's a, it's it's one I of those days. DJ. I, I I I I've been losing. Been I lost track of, of time. I almost I almost missed this incredible review we're about to do um, today. Yes, uh, because like. In my mind, I, I was still in yesterday, so I was like, "Oh, I don't have anything to do tonight." And then, you know, I my brain started working again. I'm like, "Wait, I do have something to do tonight." Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> brain just starts reactivated. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, my brain, my brain was off for the majority of today because it was just it's too much, too much, too much. So, my boo. Pulled out the soda stream for us. Yeah, I okay. was gonna ask. I was like, "That's a very interesting like shape like looking bottle." For a bottle, and yeah. I'm with it. Honestly, I'm with it. Soda streams are pretty dope. It just turns your water. Okay, into so soda do stream. they taste like comparable to like <clears throat> the actual sodas like advertised? Well, so what I do is I just do water, and then you mm-hmm. blast it with that CO2 shit that the soda stream is for, and then I add like mio. And uh-huh. usually like in your own sparkling water, essentially. Yeah, effectively. And it, it does hit a little bit closer to like like the the one dollar bottle, like the thin, skinny, 
long dick looking boy oh yeah bottles, yeah, yeah the saying? ices or whatever yeah yeah it's more it's more uh more <laughs> yeah. familiar to that than it would be actually okay. just a full-on can of soda right um but i actually like those so it, it that's not a problem for me it works out um but also um, i consume a lot of soda as it is and if this gets me to hey. stop that shit then great great DC's, speaking DC's of soda all around speaking of soda speaking uh of soda, i saw tiktok okay. There's uh, a new combination you could try at your local Taco Bell if you, you know, you go in there. Oh, God, okay. Uh, uh, okay, so you get a cup, right? You get a large cup or something. Fill it with ice. You're shitting it. <laughs> Fill it with ice. Uh, uh, three quarters of Baja Blast, okay? Yes, yes. Uh, you know, a quarter of You've strawberry lemonade. Me. And then you put a splash of Starry in it, and apparently it's it's... It's it's good. Apparently, they're really nice. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know about that one, Chief. I don't know about that one. I mean, it did. <laughs> mm. it, it, Dude, I don't really fuck with good. Baja Blast, though. I'll be honest. Okay, hold just the Mountain fuck Dew. on. Hold just the Mountain Dew in general. You know what I mean? This just like all Mountain okay, Dew, actually. I, I, like, yeah, I, 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 I said mean. it. I said I, it. I hate Mountain Dew, but Baja Blast works for me. Dude, I enjoy the ball. How, how dare I can't, you, I just, Derek? You know what I mean? How dare you? Maybe, you're, maybe, maybe you're, your Baja Blast is too watered down. Maybe you have you're, too much you're ice. easily, easily the biggest yeah, so. uh, Taco Bell fan here, and the least I know, and I biggest Baja. fan of Baja Blast. How well, dare maybe, you? Maybe it'll you know? make you like Baja Blast. Maybe the strawberry lemonade mixed with a little bit of Starry will make will make you like it. Maybe That'll elevates you the, the combination. Baja Blast. Foot. Yeah. You you know what though? The Baja Blast like isn't even like freeze actually. Isn't even Baja freeze is dope. Baja Freeze you, is really good. You, I'm not even gonna go there. So I, I hey, <laughs> don't you fucking judge me. I don't even I fucking live my go life there. Goddamn this, well, this guy said that Baja Blast doesn't even really taste like anything, but got the Baja Blast Freeze, this motherfucker. <laughs> I, I got hey, it because I love the flavor. Taste frozen, dude. <laughs> some things taste better frozen. So the the Baja Blast isn't even like my favorite drink at Taco Bell anymore because they started doing this really? like purple you like, like dragon that, fruit that, tea thing. Yeah, that's and what that shit I was gonna say. is unreal. However, like two of the three Taco Bells that I have like accessible to me in my area um, are consistently always out of the syrup for it. I'm going to Taco Bell after <laughs> this. It's written. It is. It's written in the stars. I was already deciding what I wanted for dinner, and now we're now it's just talk about. Mm, mm, you know mm. what I'm saying? No uh, canes today. No no canes tonight. No canes. No, no, no. We'll probably get a. We'll get. It's my turn to pick. It's my turn to pick. So Storm and I have like this rotating like dinner date thing we do on Sundays, oh, okay. and we take turns. We take turns busy. It's my turn to pick dinner, so I will probably pick canes. Okay. You, you probably will. Do we well, get, con- do we get confirmation? The only thing, yeah, I, the only I can't really can't give confirmation because Cup Off opened up a couple weeks ago, but the drive-through wasn't open. But now the drive-throughs mm. open, and that kind of changes the game a little bit because that's across the street. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cup Off okay. drive-through, right across the street. Yeah. Pretty accessible. I wait my pretty accessible. Yeah, yeah, pretty accessible. Mm-hmm. That's pretty comparable. What's also accessible is. A wonderful review from us because today we're talking all sorts of stuff about the lovely Mission Impossible movie. Oh boy, I'm so excited to do it. But before I do it, this is the Good Cracking Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you 
want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m. If you're on this wave, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show. You can get exclusive post-show content, and soon you can also have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. But if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. You can watch us record <laughs> this show live right here at twitch.tv slash good kraken show. On Twitch. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime, DJ. Prime Gaming. And we would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you guys that are listening or watching at home. We need all to support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken and leaving a review there. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah, do that shit too. Do that shit According too. Our analytics. Insert a little, insert a little <laughs> lower third right down here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sponsored by like, Rage Shadow. Up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the the, the pop up with the click. Like, yep. Exactly. <laughs> 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 we have that exact little sound too. Some captain's orders, uh, gentlemen, guys. So as you can tell, some of us are taking some time off. Uh, this month, we are rotating a vacation schedule for all of us. Um, we were without Logetic for a week. We are without an It Zander this week. And then next week, we are without La DJ. Enjoy I'll find week. some way to get on. <laughs> he's 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 like, oh, I'll, I'll find a way to be <laughs> here. I'll work a public, man. Come on. <laughs> he's going to sneak his ass on. That's what it is. <laughs> I love that for you. I love that for you. Uh, but yeah. speaking of which, our schedule um, this week is a little schedule. bit wonky, obviously, if you're watching live. It is a Thursday, and we are not doing Shipwreck Show. That is because we are not doing one this week uh, because we need to get the jump on tonight's movie review as much as we possibly could so tonight we're doing that instead and we will be back to our regularly scheduled shipwreck next week uh that'll be rolling out live on uh, next friday um uh for all of you podcast listeners rather than the live listeners but uh with that said our latest episode of the good Kraken podcast is live now on youtube and your podcast service of choice uh we got to talk about whether or not we enjoy seasonal content in video games or if we enjoy more dlc uh, expansion stuff, um, and it was a very actually Spoiler very good alert, conversation. We all hate video games, all of them. Yeah, actually, it's a lot of just, yeah, just hating video games them. a whole lot. Uh, we also had an entire conversation about the uh, FTC um, court case with Microsoft, and uh, apparently that conversation uh, was pointless because the FTC uh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> went back around uh, as of I think it was yesterday and said, "Hey, we're not done." Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> we got we still got more in the tank, buddy. You won the battle. You but you're not going to win the war. And they just like, <laughs> yeah, they they appealed it. They appealed the decision. So now we're going to watch this fucking shit show. Just continue on. There's a fucking yeah. carnival on cart just rolling so down many, the street on fire. That's so okay. many corporate battles in 2023 so far. You know what I mean? It's uh, battles. it's interesting. It's almost as if capitalism knows it's failing. Yeah. It's failing. It's failing. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What's not failing, though, is us. DJ, tell the people at home what we're doing next. I never really get this far. Um, 
<laughs> this is usually happening. Shit, what are we doing? What are we doing next, <laughs> actually? You know, actually, I was thinking about it right now, and I was thinking about how people don't really protect your neck anymore, you know? Because... <laughs> And I think I think it's really important, you know. It, it, I'm really passionate about this right now. Why are you laughing? It's not funny. Not even remotely hilarious. <laughs> those think two Asian, humorous right those now? two Asian kids on TikTok who was like, I found out the other day that if you if you use <laughs> sink water and you drink it too actively, you can actually get cancer. And his friend's like, What? No way. And he's like, Yeah. So come <laughs> to find out, and it goes through like a super deep depth vaccination. That's DJ right now. You come to find out if you don't protect your neck, you're going to the gallows. <laughs> I stole your segue. Fuck you, DJ. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I was Guys, getting there. I was for the there. gallows today, we are talking Mission Impossible 7. Dead Reckoning Part 1. Jesus Christ, am I happy to fucking talk about this one with you guys. Uh, look, quick little synopsis for y'all. Ethan Hunt and the IMF team. Impossible Mission. <laughs> 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 No, no, no. I almost, I almost busted out laughing when that happened. Dude, it's so, it's no. so funny. We'll get into it deeper, but like yeah, they yeah, purposely yeah. make that cheesy. They like per like in the third movie, they acknowledge the fact that it's a fucking terrible name. Uh, the IMF yeah. team must track down a terrifying new weapon that threatens all of humanity if it falls into the wrong hands. With control of the future and the fate of the world at stake, a deadly race around the globe begins. Confronted by a mysterious, all-powerful enemy, Ethan is forced to consider that nothing can matter more than the mission, not even the lives of those he cares about most. Mm. Mm. Baby Big. Boy, released July 12th and directed by Christopher McQuarrie, who's also done a majority of all the other Mission Boss movies. Uh, budget of $290 million with a box office run so far of $15.5 million. Uh, a runtime of... Actually, I don't think I got the right runtime. That's not right. Two hours, 43 minutes. Thank you, Garrett Bartholomew, and I appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> let's talk the Bechtel test. The Bechtel test is a measure of representation of women in film and other fiction. The test asks whether if work features at least two women who talk to each other about something other than a man for more than one minute of this screen time. It only features two women. <laughs> it only features two women and they hardly react. Actually, it has three, I was, but the third is like... I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this. While watching, the whole right? movie. Yep. I was like, I'm yep. waiting. I was yep. waiting, like, maybe, yep. maybe it will happen. And I'm like, man, why does everyone Dude, love Tom? So, Everybody loves so Ethan aware Hunt, of the Bechdel test thing when I watch movies now. And I was just like, these fucking guys didn't talk. Like, these women didn't interact at all. What the fuck? Not, not a Dude, fucking smidgen, man. Like, why is everyone like... on Tom Cruise's crotch? Dude, everyone's on him. Well, so there, there's, there's a part where, like, the, the guy... <laughs> It's like warning yeah. someone about him, and he and he's like, "It's gonna be you too." And I'm like, "It really is." There's like five yeah. five different people that have come across. Like, Did he have Ethan. a wife? I was like, What's "He had going a wife. On? He had a wife, and then he had another wife <laughs> that is no longer with him." Because like, I don't remember the first three, right? I remember, or I, I remember three and four, right? You know, and we're on seven, so like, or in five, and we're we're on seven, and I'm like. Wait, where 
Where did he get this? Yep. Who's hit? Who's yep. that? Who's yep. that? Oh boy, it is. Wasn't it that is her? So Where? lovely. It is and then so there's lovely. someone new, and I'm like, yep, yep, yep. I'm here yeah, for it. I'm here for it. Good for Peggy, you, Tom. That Peggy Carter, dude. I'm. I'm <laughs> we'll get there. Think about we'll get there. Guys, like, some fun facts about. for all of y'all. Uh, firstly, an expensive endeavor. Uh, the frequent delays caused by COVID-19 ballooned the budget to $290 million, Jeez. making it the That's most expensive Mission Impossible film and the most expensive film of Tom Cruise's career. Feels like it. Kind Jesus of. Christ, man. Yeah, it does feel like it. it does feel like it. Actually, yeah, it's 100%. There's some shit that they do in this that's like, oof. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, wow, that's where uh, all the money went. I mean, 180, <laughs> I like, 180,000 of it went to a train. Uh, the Tom Cruise um, yeah. cruise. Uh, while filming in Italy, 12 people on the set tested positive for COVID-19. As a result, when filming resumed in the UK, Tom Cruise personally paid 500,000 euros for an old cruise ship for the cast and crew to isolate on. <laughs> Tom Cruise Dude, got a cruise ship. <laughs> How this guy, this is guy is passionate about making films. If, There's if, no way like, it was anyone else. If he I was the like, guy fuck. selling this cruise ship to Tom Cruise, I would have been snickering the entire time. Like, <laughs> like Tom, or at least smirking, Tom dude. At least like, like, like every I'm now and the then person to make this happen. Holy, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm here for the dad jokes. Oh, more the Tom Cruise cruise. <laughs> the mission never ends, gentlemen. Uh, Tom Cruise and Ving Rhames are the only actors to appear in all seven films in the series. However, Simon Pegg has been in every film since the third movie, and Rebecca Ferguson has been in every film since the fifth. So we do have some returning cast here, uh, the main, the core characters, you know what I mean, uh, including technically an antagonist in this movie, but we'll get to that later. Um, life, Spoiler. if you choose to accept it. Uh, as of this movie, Tom Cruise is now older than John Voight when he was in the first Mission Impossible movie in 1996. Uh, Voight was 57 at the time, whereas Cruise was 57 when this film initially started, 59 when it finally wrapped, and it and will be 61 when it's released, Tom Cruise is 61 years what's that, old. What's that Scientology, like the blood sharing, man. That's how he looks the so fucking Lord blood, the blood of Lord Zenu just rushing through his veins. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> coursing through that and fucking he's body. Still doing his own stunts. And he still, still does his own stunts, man, and they actually look good. You know what I'm saying? With boys, perfect segue. Let's get into it. Garrick Bartholomew Eaton your top level thoughts of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So, All right. Okay. I am going to preface this entire review from my perspective by starting off by saying this is my first ever Mission wait. Impossible movie. I can't I have wait never this, seen a Mission Impossible shit, movie. This is be so good. I have never seen a Mission Impossible movie. Uh, what the fuck was going on in this film, man? There was a lot. Um, and all of it was like, this is like, 
I couldn't tell if it was campy or not. Like, <laughs> like there were some moments they were just like, just so hairline cheese with like the way that they did their like, dude, some of the humor specific with, with like the alphabet soup guys that were like chasing yeah. Hunt the whole movie. Like, dude, it's some of those guys, like that was some of the most dry ass adult humor. And I laughed at every fucking joke. Every single one, um, baby. Yeah. Let's go, dude. <laughs> like, I felt their exact aspiration um but i don't know i had i have i had a lot of mixed feelings about uh mission impossible are you okay um because he asks that a lot in that movie yeah he does like he does yeah a patronizing amount um he asked said a patronizing <laughs> amount. Uh, it was very interesting uh so i knew like i obviously i know i know mission impossible is like a big it's a super spy espionage like sort of film I didn't really know what to expect going into this. I guess I was like in my head, I was kind of picturing things, you know, I was very much, you know, James Bond is kind of what, what that was like my biggest sure. thing. Cause I love James Bond's movies. That's kind of my, my entry to the spy world. Uh, and I just enjoy like, you know, action, action films in a general sense. So like, Oh, I was like, okay, maybe I'll, I'll find something for this. And, um, the movie was really tense. Um, like really tense. Um, it didn't, it felt really long and not long at the same time. Um, oddly, mm. uh, there was just there was this movie was very it was a very mixed bag because I, I did find myself like really, really enjoying so much of the experience. I thought this was like just ridiculously fun uh, watching all of the stunts stressed me out. There was some really intense moments um, after about the midway point in the movie where like the stakes like settled themselves into being like, Oh, this shit's for real, for real. And characters like lively lives are like at stake here. And we're not afraid to kill some folks off, which I imagine held way bigger stakes for people who have like been invested in this franchise for the last, mm -hmm. you know, seven oh, yeah. movies now. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Like, you know, and like, even I was like fairly invested in like the characters that I did see, you know, and, and the stories and their connection to Ethan. Um, but like i think the one thing that just kind of weirded me out the most was um the the, the introduction of the new character grace and like kind of how she fit into the story and like and and i don't know this this could just be a very personal perspective on the film but like there was just like this weird white nighty taste i couldn't get out of my mouth sure. all film sure. long. all film long sure. it was bad no, no, don't sure, dude. It was bad. Like, I literally was just like, how many times is he going to ask this woman if she's okay? He has not asked this to anybody else in this film. He has not asked anybody else about their well-being except for this woman because he clearly doesn't think that she can take care of herself. I mean, she's, it she's not an me, agent. Dude. She's not an agent. You know what I mean? So like, he's he's. I I get that. She's, but she's, like, she's it cannon was just, fodder. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it just it just it I just really bugged me. Like, and and I don't know if it, it that's just because like I felt like the tone of the film was just weird. Uh, and that's because maybe I expected it to be a little bit more of a serious film and not s what it was. Um, sure. sure. Yeah. I enjoyed this enough that I will probably end up seeing the second one to see where the story concludes. Um, as far as like what the film was about, um, when the opening credit, like when the opening scene rolled and the words like artificial intelligence, I fucking audibly rolled my eyes. Yeah, uh, I was just yeah. like Jesus fucking Christ. I was like another AI related film this fucking year. I can't fucking 
handle any more of these. Um, <laughs> so that part felt real tired to me already. I was just like, I get it. It's scary to people. We're making films about it now. Like, but it's, I felt like it's been a lot lately, like a lot lately. Um, and so like the, the story didn't feel like that. It didn't grab me in the super suspense that I really wanted it to. Um, but the stakes were really impressive despite the story not feeling super original. Um, and so I really like that in kind of in spite of itself, but I will probably check out the second one, but this was a very much a mixed bag for me. I like, I enjoyed a lot of it, but like some of it, I was just like, totally felt really weird. Uh, all of the choreography scenes lasted like 45 seconds too long. And like there was there's this there were some weird cinematography choices that I felt artificially stretched the length of the film by like a lot. Specifically, there was every time the IMF group was in the room together, there would just be so many still pans to everybody in the room and nobody was even saying anything. It was literally just like a quick cut to get a facial reaction. And they did it with like every major sequence. So you're like, it was like padding time onto the film, padding time onto the film, padding time onto the film. And I was just like, I get it. Rebecca Ferguson's not super stoked that the Grace chick is here. But like, I don't need to see a pan to that every 2.5 seconds when another person that's not either of them is talking about what's going on. Like, what the hell was up with that? It was, that was a very weird cinematography choice that I did not enjoy. And I felt like I was hyper aware of it all film long. And it bugged me. Um, and aside from like, and I felt that uh, all the actions, the stunt sequences, chef's kiss. Um but I wish I would have had more stunt sequences and less fight scenes because all the fight scenes sucked. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, but, uh, in in yeah, this, for, as far as your AI uh, comment uh, in the movie's defense, it was supposed to come out two years ago. Uh, so just, just, just to throw that on the table. <laughs> well, it was and, unfortunate timing for also, the film. Very unfortunate timing. And yeah. also, this movie's audience is like your dad. So like you know like it scares the shit out of them, like you know what I mean like yeah, <laughs> taking sure. our jobs. <laughs> so like you know I that's that's all I have to say. Speaking of which though, uh, DJ, let's go to you, my friend. What were your top level thoughts of Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One? Uh, my top level thoughts. Um, I will also preface this isn't my first Mission Impossible film. But it's been such a long time since I've watched one, uh, so like, you know, I'll, I'll I'll talk about some of the things that uh, that caught my eye, and I don't I don't know if it, it's like a staple in the series because I, I can't remember, right? Sure. Uh, to and, and just like Garrick said, there was some cinephoto- cinematography choices during dialogue scenes where I it like made me do a double take. Like my like, what am I watching? Like it made me like physically react because it, it it was such it was it's so strange and it felt so like abrupt. Like especially, I felt this especially during the um the group officials meeting like underground like uh, towards the beginning of the movie. They're all in that white room with the uh, the yeah. leader of the IMF basically um, talking to the other like American world uh, American leaders. Uh, there were some choices there, some cuts and pans where I was just like, what? Like, what? Like, what? I had to, like, readjust my eyes. Like, what? <laughs> like, it, it felt so strange and weird. But um, 
unlike Garrick, I, I I stopped feeling that way. Like towards like after that, those scenes, like everything else, I guess felt smooth. Uh, I didn't I didn't notice any like uh, too many I guess uh, air, uh, different takes on the cinematography. Um, the action sequences are eh, they're like I was like we've been spoiled so much with like John Wick and other good action films that yeah. these feel so mediocre. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, because to be fair, like Mission Impossible feels like fucking uh, like Uncharted uh, before before we got all these action movies, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like Uncharted, like you're doing these big things, big stakes, you know? So, so the action scenes felt, you know, felt better. But in this one, it just, it fell flat for me. Um, Tom Cruise is running, but not as much as he yeah, used to. A lot to. less this time. A lot it, less. A this lot time, yeah. less. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'll give that. Mo- I'll give this a thumbs up for that. Tom Cruise only ran five kilometers instead of seven. Um, you know what I mean? So he <laughs> does he run they, a lot in the other ones? He runs a lot. Oh, in these movies, Mission Impossible is is known to Tom Cruise just runs. That's yeah. all Mission like. Like to put put this in perspective for you in uh, Ghost Protocol, he the the movie's about two hours and fifteen minutes. He probably spends twenty minutes of it in a dead sprint. (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? Do you remember when he was running on top of the airport? Yes. You know how he's the style of how he runs and like he's running through the 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 Italians in Venice. Yes, like majority of mission impossible movies like imagine extending that like a couple minutes like each of those scenes extending that a couple more minutes and (laughs) so um but less running this film and i guess maybe tom cruise knows (laughs) or at least the editing team knows (laughs) Um, um stunts look great um some of these set pieces and these um these these big like uh these big stunts they really are really good, really well pulled off. Um, there's a train sequence. I think it, it's making its rounds around the internet. Um, even before the film came out, uh, the train sequence is really cool. Um, you can really feel the movie's high budget, you know, in these scenes. Uh, and they're, they're a big spectacle. Um, in terms of story, the AI thing, uh, it didn't bother me too much, but maybe I'm not. I'm not like, I'm not keeling over from all the AI taking over things yet. Uh, I I'd say, I think they did it well enough. They didn't do it like superbly, but the way they implemented this AI villain, uh, was was pretty good, especially uh, knowing some of the context of the other films right some like uh for for uh to garrick I, I would say like each film like doubles up on the technology each time like there's new tech that they use all the time you know like just like james bond's films but like mm-hmm. on a new level right like uh like the the mask shit you know like the the, the realistic mask shit like that was in like three and four and everyone was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, that's crazy. Like, you could just do that. Um, but I think with this film, I think we've we've hit a wall. 
in terms of technology. And this AI villain kind of scraps all that just to, like, make the stakes even higher, I guess. Because, like, they have to go back to analog because they don't want to be tracked, that type of stuff. So, I, I, you know, I guess AI villain, AI controlling the world villain, I think that's their, like, I think that's the peak of what we can get with the Mission Possible series. Because, like, Tom Cruise as Ethan Hunt has fought, like, every villain. Like every <laughs> every single, every single one, villain yeah. in seven movies, it's it's he's fought like every villain. So like I guess they have to step it up a notch, and of course uh, the target audience is your dad. So uh, <laughs> to everyone watching, listening, your dad. So uh, it scares the shit out of him. So the stakes are even higher. Uh, but for me, it doesn't. I I don't. It you know it, like it's like Garrick. It's like a roll your eyes moment. Like, ah, okay, whatever. You know. Sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> the women in this film baffle me. Uh, not, not in the, that sounds really wrong when I just said it like out of like that. But I was like it, upset for them all film. Yes, long. yes, yes, yes. I was like, um, I was like, why, why are we just all on Ethan Hunt right now? Like, what's what's with Ethan, Ethan Hunt, man? This guy's getting old. Um, and I know Elsa. Elsa is. Um, like a, a prominent character for Ethan, yeah. But there, it was just, uh, it was a strange, like little, like sip, like little romantic montage in between Rome and Venice, and uh, like, you know, like in between, like the uh, the the police chase scene and the club scene. There's like this small, yeah. like three minute just a romantic montage, like this scene. Yeah. Just so they can and, give you the other rooftop scene later. Yeah, like it, it just felt like, like did we? What are, what movie are we watching? You know, I'm like, what? Why was this in here? And then like it just, it just, it, uh, it's just a segue into the club scene, which, uh, you know, I thought there was going to be a little bit more action there. You know, like I said, John Wick spoils us with club scenes. <laughs> I thought that was where it was going. Um, you know, I thought maybe Tom Cruise about to beat somebody's ass to some like techno music, you know, some dubstep. But uh, no, he's just running um, again. <laughs> um, some of the new characters feel OK. I, I I hope maybe in part two they get fleshed out more. The alphabet soup guys. Um, I, I hope to see them maybe like stretch their legs out more in this in the second parter. But in this film, they just kind of feel flat uh, they're just they're just the chasers you know what i mean yeah like comic relief or the, just the chasers like just there to be there to like i guess add to the the stakes i guess it just doesn't feel like um it, it feels like their their contribution was important because in, in this film uh everyone's chasing ethan hunt he's a wanted man He's a wanted man. And so the Alphabet Soup guys, they, he, there's like, what? Uh, I guess there's a bounty on him, and he, they have to bring him into uh, their superiors. But it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like, oh, like they're, they're gathering info on Ethan or, like, you know, like trying to uh, try to get a step ahead. They're just a step behind, like, all the time. And Ethan and the IMF crew aren't even doing that much to, like, 
get a step ahead. Like they're just, yeah, simple. Write a code, and you know, uh, I'm another person. I'm in another area. Like it, it, it felt so easy, and I and I guess that's, you know, since Ethan Hunt is just a, a fucking world class like super spy, I guess he could get away with that. But it just doesn't feel they don't feel impactful. Like there's, they, he he gets bailed out by the plot. Ethan gets bailed out by the plot like like all the time. So I mean, I would it. I wish it would. Um, I guess my problem with those two is I wish maybe they could lean into one or the other. Like, are they a super serious thing to worry about, or is there just like some comic relief, like running with their chicken, like a uh, chicken running with their head cut off type thing? You know what I mean? Like some stooges, right? But they never. They just teeter this line, and I'm like, I do something, please. I'm getting bored. Um. <laughs> You're 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 getting forgetful by the scene. Um, uh, yeah, that, that's my my top level thoughts. Okay, well, um, uh, I had yeah, a lot a, a lot of fun with this Part movie. Uh, I had a fucking lot of fun with this movie. Okay, like here, <laughs> here we go. Here's the deal. It's uh, it's definitely not my favorite of the series. It's definitely not. Um, that is still to this day, uh, Rogue Nation. That one was fucking phenomenal. Um. And the villain in this being um, the entity, uh, also a.k.a. Slash, uh, guy who kills his wife in the first movie, uh, <laughs> um, is uh, was an interesting take. Uh, but that actor has since uh, garnered a lot more popularity than he had back in the day. Um, and I felt like it was right to finally... Uh, have a good bounce back to his character. So that, that was pretty cool, too. Um, however, uh, most everything you guys found disruptive or uh, halting in your experience uh, is, oh, <laughs> I can confirm, was a weird, self-sacrificed, um, self-aware meta choice. Um, because the alphabet guys are in this movie... Uh, to make fun of the fact that they spent the past three movies having Ethan being chased by the government. Um, mm. They're, yeah, they're literally just the residual leftovers of him being chased because he got disavowed for two movies. Uh, <laughs> the, um, the action stuff, I agree. I actually feel like the uh, action choreography and stuff in, in this movie was... Honestly, just not nearly as fun as it was in... The prior films. I mean, like, in, in, we had, like, historically one of the best, uh, I, I got you, Garrick, uh, one of the best action scenes ever with Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill getting their asses beat in a bathroom, like, <laughs> over in, uh, I think it was Ghost Protocol. Um, and that was like one of the best the no that was fallout that was fallout uh one of the best fucking ever and um we've come down to this like fallout was the last movie that we got out of mission impossible and there's not really any action sequences in this that stand out to me um even though they had like the girl who plays mantis um in this movie and she's supposed to be this like super aggressive like I don't know, um, fucking like, yeah, like, like, super aggressive. Yeah, I thought she was gonna be bigger. Yeah, like it, it just, I don't know, like that, that choice irked me a bit. But everything else about this movie seemed fun. The thing that happens with her character near the end is like the only thing that I'm just like, 
fucking maybe. Uh, like, yeah. might, we might get some cool shit in the next one because, like, I found her character interesting. Um, but, like, with your choreography thing, I it, maybe this was just another me thing, um, but I felt like it was the choreography and the music was really weird together. Yeah, they had some weird music choices in this for sure. Like the bridge sequence was like I like I found myself listening auto like I found like listening to the things separately and watching it separately because they didn't like yeah. m- m- mesh if that makes sense. Like I was like I felt I was just like this is catching my ear in like a weird way that it's like drawing my ear away from like the visuals of, of the scene. Right. Yeah. Yeah. De- definitely. That's that's fair. I feel like that's fair. And analyzation on that um the for me though the stunt pieces were great enough to make up for a lot of the lack of action set pieces uh so we we got a really fucking fun car chase in this movie um the entire Mm -hmm. train sequence is great like there's there's a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. that this movie does that is that was very just kind of like this is fucking sweet like we we haven't gotten train sequence like like we have gotten train sequences like this but not like this like the like the entire like i i was on the edge of my seat during the entire ending of that like train sequence thing uh we were going car to car you know uh Mm. and i was i was like this is fucking cool dude like because i actually like started to feel like okay like maybe maybe something bad could happen here um and that's when like this Mm -hmm. the mission possible movies do what they do best is when you actually feel like the stakes can be taken a little bit seriously, uh, which goes to my not enjoying the villain as much as I wish I had. Um, the past like three movies, we've kind of been getting creeped up on by this guy named Solomon Lane. Um, and he is like one of the best movie villains ever. One easily one of the best spy movie villains ever. Um, and going from that to this, um, was whiplashing for me because I was like, I don't find this thing as uh, intimidating as everyone else in the movie seemed to to think that this thing was because and even the guy that's supposed to be representing the thing uh, <laughs> did, wasn't nearly as intimidating as Solomon Lane was in the prior like few movies where Solomon Lane was like super smart and he was intimidating because he was always five steps ahead of the IMF and was causing fucking problems all the time and like they they thought he they got him and well, come to find out they fucking don't right and now he's got a bomb in three places and you have to find the bombs it's fucking insane dude but like this guy was just kind of like there to just like dick swing for this thing that can't physically dick swing so it like has a guy dick swing for it i don't i didn't understand like a lot of that yeah and and then i also didn't understand too like how he even had any relation to the thing until they showed one three second scene two-thirds of the way through the movie we comes out of this box thing and takes off this headpiece and you're like oh that's how he that's how it happens right so it's, it's like he's just like neural he's being controlled by like mentally he's being controlled by the thing because it's he's uploading it to his noggin you know like that's that's how it's because he takes off this headpiece thing and he's like mm-hmm in the little, <laughs> little box that you're like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. So I get it. Like the, the, the entity is entitying, uh, <laughs> but it just, it was just Great. lame to me. It was just like, I was just kind of like, that's not fun. Like I want, 
I want like a James Bond villain. You know what I mean? Like I want the villain yeah. that's like intimidating because he knows you better than you know you, not because he's like everywhere and then doesn't do anything with it. Like I was, I was hoping when we find out that like, oh, the entity is this thing that was gonna be like um, that one movie with Shia LaBeouf, with e- Eagle Eye or whatever it is. Oh yeah, you remember that movie where like he's like his yeah. brother, his brother's fucking dead because he was fucking around with some shit and found out. You know what I mean? And then like now Shia LaBeouf's getting chased by like this Great fucking movie, AI computer thing, and it like it's fucking with them because it can control everything because it's an AI computer. That's not what this is. It can't control every. It, it controls everything, but it doesn't control everything. Like <laughs> it's like actively and- choosing not to like be that much of a problem. <laughs> DJ Go. And for the guy to get duped the way he did, you know what I mean? Like that shit felt so unsatisfying. I'm like, really? I, like, I uh, like, there was just like most of most of my my issues with this movie had nothing to do with Ethan, with the IMF, with the action stuff. Even the comedy fucking hit for me because I was like, you fuck, you fools. You know what I mean? Like all the jokes that they had in this was classic Mission Impossible comedy, right? Like they're making fun of the fact that it's a spy movie, and that's fucking great. I love when they do that shit. And my problem with this was the villain was fucking lame. It was so yeah. fucking lame, man. Like they could have done so much more with this villain that would have actually felt like, oh shit, he really is it. Like oh, he's fucking shit up, dude. Who would have thought Fast and the Furious would have had a better AI enemy? <laughs> fucking Mission Impossible, dude! Like, you fucking kidding me? Like, like this is oh, it was so frustrating. But again, the action set pieces, even though they lacked the the stunt stuff, was great. Um, there was some there was some choices that they made that were very very self aware. Like the running thing, they make they kind of like wholeheartedly make fun of that in and of itself with the scene where it pans up and he's like running in the yeah. background <laughs> and he's like oh where is he at and he's and like the guy's just out of breath like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, like, like <laughs> little choices they make like that always make the Mission Impossible movies fun it's just I am holding out hope that part two uh, scales up because this movie felt smaller in scale than Ghost Protocol Rogue Nation and Fallout altogether um like there was there was some cool stunt stuff but it wasn't big like none of it was big you know what i mean like i mean we none every single mission impossible movie has a scene that's kind of like oh that was fucking tight right like one thing to take away from that movie that was like that was it i'm gonna remember that every time i think of mission impossible was waiting for that all movie long and i didn't feel like i got it yeah it doesn't. It doesn't did happen it. in this movie. It doesn't. Happen I was waiting for like an for like an incredible stunt, and the best one was still the one you saw in the trailer. In the trailer with the bike and the cliff bit. thing, right? And, that, yeah, and that's, and that's like, kind of yeah, it. That really is the best stunt, and that's a cool fucking stunt. Don't get me wrong, but we go to the movies a lot. You know how many times I'd seen that fucking stunt before that movie, like before I watched it, like well, over a dozen. Before he climbs the Burj Khalifa, like he literally climbs the Burj Khalifa with fucking mag gloves. Like yeah. this fucking going up. And, like, and like that was a big ass stunt. Well we just we just saw this stunt at a bigger scale, the last movie, where they filmed him mm-hmm. actually skydiving from a cargo plane 
with Henry Cavill and they like edited this fucking huge storm and stuff like that. That was dope as shit in the last fucking movie. They did that in this at half the size, if even that. Like, like you're going to do that again from a mountainside and you think we're going to be satisfied? Like, come on, guys. Like, just, like, come the fuck on. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I enjoy the Mission Impossible movies. This is this is going to hit like fucking fourth place for me as far as like favorites of the Mission Impossible franchise. Uh, it's not it's not that high for me. There's definitely better Mission Impossible movies that I wish Garrick was sold by this movie enough to go watch. Uh, because I think Garrick would actually enjoy four, five, and six um, enough you to actually. Some of it. I, might, like, I me- might go back and, and and dabble. I I think I'm definitely gonna skip one based off of literally everybody I've spoken to. Yeah, uh, says yeah. skip the first one. It's boring as fuck. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna read a synopsis on that and then start at two and then we'll see where we go from there. Yeah. Because, like, once you get to, if you get to four, dude, you're like, oh, yeah, now you're invested. You fucking I mean, because I mean, like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even watch three, even three is pretty good. recommendation, so. The, yeah. the, the, num- the villain in number three is actually, like, uh, amongst really Mission good. Impossible fans is, like, one of the best villains of the whole franchise. Uh, like, okay. the, like they, they match him up with Solomon Lane um, as, like, potential best villain for the entire franchise. Uh, so maybe start with three and work your way through. Um, number two. Two is okay, okay, but like, the, there's there's number not two is like number two is super it's the middle grounded. child, dude. Yeah, it's, it's the middle child of the of the of the trilogy, the first three. So it's like it's better than number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like they they were starting to figure. They found out like what they were wanting to do, and they kind of like you know worked their way into it or whatever. So like it, it was fine, but like I don't know, man. There there's just there's something about this movie that bummed me out, but also, like, was just generally a fun time. I mean, like, all the Mission Impossible movies, I have a good time in some way or another watching mm-hmm. it because it's it's purposefully corny in so many ways. And Tom Cruise, like, you can just tell he has a good time making this fucking movie um, because he just gets to kind of, like, be just a smidgen meta. Like, he can be self-interested and meta at the same time and that's like funny as shit to me where like tom cruise gets to make a spy movie about tom cruise uh and he gets to like fulfill this like fantasy that he had when he was a child but he also kind of gets to make fun of himself for it by saying like i'm like a really really good spy but like i also like don't really like want to be doing this like it's, it's it's pretty it's pretty funny how they handle it uh but yeah i don't know i mean like this movie was in comparison to the other Mission Impossibles, it was fine. It was fine. It's and okay. that's okay. The, the Fiat 500 scene was killing me. That shit was funny as shit. That was fucking good, man. That was a good part of this movie, I'll tell you what. Because everything about that. I, I really thought they were going to, like, start it and then, like, have the moment where we can, like, giggle a little bit and then it was going to be serious again. They let it play itself out and I was like, okay, cool. Cool. I'm I'm here for that. The stairs. (laughs) And they're like, what? Even I was just like, how did that happen? I feel like, I feel like with, uh, with Grace, it, it was funny or I don't, well, I forgot the actor's name who plays Grace. Um, Uh, Captain Carter. (laughs) Captain, yeah, Captain Carter. <laughs> so also, Rebecca Ferguson. Uh, yeah, I was like, it's not Rebecca Ferguson. Uh, she, uh, 
I felt like some of her reactions are like actually genuine. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I felt like her reactions were genuine because like Tom loves to do his own stunts, and I'm pretty sure convinced her to do the stunts with him. So I'm pretty sure most of her reactions were actually genuine terror and like <laughs> like just freaking out. Probably. Um, like I, like I'd say like thirty percent of it, and then like nine uh, the the other like seventy percent is like pure act. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. Thirty percent of those are you okay's are unscripted. Actually, he's just yeah. yeah. You good? You good? Goddamn! Are you okay? Like, are you good? You want to keep going? <laughs> we gotta do another take after this. Like, uh, Griffin chats is uh, Mission Impossible Two is the only one worth watching. Not at all biased because it was filmed in Sydney. Sure. You know what yeah. I mean? Sure, sure. You know That's I mean? the only yeah, one that exists in in Sydney. <laughs> it's the only mission possible <laughs> I to love watch. it. I love it, dude. Uh, actually, I I do want to talk about that uh, for a second with the uh, the ladies of the movie. Um, I very wholeheartedly agree. They are super underutilized and victimized, and just like what have you in this fucking film for like no reason. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, I got to stop this right here. Um, you're probably wondering, hey, what's going on, right? Uh, this is future Ernell. Um, as you're listening to this episode, you're probably thinking, wow, this movie might actually be right up my alley. This movie might be actually everything that I've ever wanted it to be. Um, unfortunately, DJ says something here that I'm stopping you from hearing. Uh, major spoiler for this movie. Just major spoiler. Uh he made a boo-boo, uh, what one would call a mistake, right? A mistake. He made an honest mistake here. Uh, he catches himself. He says the thing. He catches himself. He says, shit, what did I do? You know what I mean? What did I do? How have I done this? You know what I mean? Uh, but if we look at the definition of mistake, okay, the definition of mistake, uh, a, a noun, um, an action or judgment that is misguided or wrong, right? Um misguided being the correct term here um genuinely genuinely misguided this boy i tell you what um he came into this just hot to trot ready to go and fumbled the ball you know what i mean fumbled the ball uh it was it was fourth down two yards left to go uh he was he was just down three points and uh just didn't have it. He just didn't have it in him. And so I'm here as the father of uh, said podcast uh, to let you know that um, I'm saving you. I'm saving you right now. Um, because if you want to see this movie, you might not have wanted to watch this episode live. I'm sorry. Do you know what I mean? I'm sorry. And as one uh, it Xander says... Who invited this kid? You know what I mean? Still to this day, I don't know. I don't know. I have no answer for you. Um, what I will say is that he won't do it again. Actually, I can't even promise that. I can't promise that anymore. Um, DJ's just, he's just a fireball. You know what I mean? You know? Um, kind of just goes where the wind takes him. Um, and this time, it just so happened to take him the wrong direction. So I apologize. I apologize on behalf of DJ. For letting this happen to you. Um, anyways, we'll uh, we'll let you continue, and uh, this will be playing, you know, right over the 
section of where he says the thing. So, um, anyways, here's to us uh, fucking laughing our asses off at DJ's very <laughs> pivotal mistake. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Eyes like the most. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no! I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not spoiler free anymore. <laughs> Can we edit that out? Can we edit that out? Dude, that was that just out? stream of consciousness, <laughs> pure unfiltered. Whoopsie. Can we can we can we edit that out? <laughs> I will cut that. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry to so live for no reason. Um, <laughs> just like we always do. <laughs> I know Griff is fucking. I know Griff is fucking dying right now, dude. He's fucking dying. <laughs> it's the, it's the fact that it wasn't until oh, I caught myself that you guys realized what the fuck I just did. Dude, that was, was so like, funny. I was. We were uh, we were we were just like in a stream and then like i uh, said whoops and then you guys all process what i just said uh, let's, let's uh let's go to an ad read <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's do that this piece of good cracking content is brought to you by glide mouse pads the world is changing and the demand for pc gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now having the best of the best in pc accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back into the fray of the digital sea and glide knows exactly how to make it happen for you glide mouse pads is the future industry leader in mouse pads offering beautiful smooth and waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get the next win. Is your battle rug just looking a little crusty? Is the mouse just not as smooth as it used to be? Or are you just looking to get rid of that ergonomic mouse pad your grandma got you for Christmas? Well, then I think we have the mouse pad for you. You can go to GlideMousePads.com right now and use code Kraken for 15% off the Founders Edition mousepad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N, Kraken, for 15% off any Founders Edition mousepads today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for us content creators, and any of us here at GK can attest that sometimes you're just too damn tired to even think about how not to be tired anymore. Lucky for us, though, Rogue has figured out how to give us those late nights and even earlier mornings the supercharge we all need. Rogue Energy is a low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue Energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high-quality ingredients and no chalky textures. Being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, Rogue Energy strives to improve that in-game performance of gamers, streamers, and content creators everywhere. Look, I love this stuff. I've got two tubs at home right now. Your boy is drinking on some caramel vanilla latte in the mornings and sipping on some mangled pineapple throughout the day. And if you are wondering how you can get these two dope flavors, well, I'm going to tell you. You can head over to RogueEnergy.com and use code GKraken for 10% off your purchase on any shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That is G-K-R-A-K-E-N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub of your black. And now back to your regularly scheduled good cracking content. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh man, what a oh. funny ad read! What a great ad read! That was a funny one. Um, <laughs> boys, let's uh, let's let's get into the good stuff here. Uh, Garrick, should people see this movie right away? And what is your rating of Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One? Um, I would imagine if you were a fan of the franchise, you're probably going to enjoy this movie. Um, I mean. Um, discluding our personal opinions, I will say, you know, like just if you want just like a third party, like it is getting it's getting pretty good reviews, um, regardless of what we might, you know, say about it or how we feel about it, because we are just one set of opinions. Right. Uh, so I feel like if you're a fan of the franchise, you'll still probably enjoy it. Um, I, I felt the I felt the rich history of the characters in the film as somebody that's never watched it. But I also felt that it was there was enough just kind of going on in the film and just kind of keeping it plucking along that as somebody who's never seen a mission impossible, uh, I kind of gathered the gravity of the situation and all the character connections. And I felt, I was like, all right, I, I'm caught up more or less with like how these characters kind of interact with one another. And I felt good about watching the film sure. without the prior knowledge. Uh, so I will say that was really nice uh, because I, Seven films deep, that's kind of rare, right? Like, usually you you got to have, like, a lot of prior knowledge, which I did not possess, and I had a really good time. Um, but if you're not, like, a fan of Tom Cruise's films, like, specifically, you're probably not going to like this. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it's very so, Tom Cruise, but yeah. I, it is a very, very Tom Cruise film. Um, but I actually quite like his body of work, uh, regardless of, like, what I might feel about him personally. I think he's a great actor, and I think he's probably, like one of the best stuntmen to ever live. Um, yeah. And from that, like, and for that alone, like, I, I always find it very entertaining to watch his work. Um, so, uh, yeah, th- like, that's kind of my opinion. on. I know that's like a long winded. Should you see it? Uh, but yeah, sure. There's, sure. There's, there's, there's a lot going on in this movie. Um, with that being said, I, I had fun with it. I, I felt like it was weird in some places, um, but I, I liked it enough that I'll probably go see the second one and hope it like, kind of ups the ante and levels up a little bit. This one gets 7.5 for me. All right, all right, I like it, I like it. DJ, should people see it right away, and what is your score? Um, I agree with a lot of Garrick's points. I think, um, <laughs> don't laugh for me, maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wait, we, got like, yeah. we got like five minutes left. <laughs> anyway, okay, anyways, 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 okay, back on my, my personal thoughts. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I think if if you've seen the previous Mission Impossible films, or if you're a fan of the series, or if you know you watched a couple, you you haven't watched the watched the latest ones, uh, I I would, I think it's it's okay to jump back in at this point. Uh, you know, it, it's it's not as stellar as the other uh, movies in terms of set pieces and, and big stunts, but I think this movie still holds its own. Um, and it's just a it's just a good movie, uh, at, you know, at, at its core. Um, you know, there's some things that, that we have opinions that we have we gripe with um, in terms of cinematography and the way some characters are handled. But all in all, uh, the movie's still fun. So it's still a great experience. Um, me personally, I, I watched this uh, on a broken projector in a movie in <laughs> because I accidentally uh, I accidentally bu- booked the wrong. Uh, wrong ticket like into the wrong like auditorium 
Uh, so, like, I was basically watching this movie in, like, standard definition, basically. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> on a back projector, yeah. Uh, like, you know, like, when you, when you, when the lights dim down, like, the, the picture's more clear? Uh, imagine it not be clear. <laughs> and imagine you pick the seat pretty far from the, from the screen. So, uh... <laughs> It's crazy. Uh, it's like you, you know, saw I, things that didn't actually happen in the movie. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I it could have been interpreted uh, differently. From <laughs> yeah, where right. I was sitting. Yeah, everyone. Um, yeah, but uh, it was still an enjoyable experience. Um, <laughs> it makes me want to go back and watch, <laughs> it makes me want to go back and watch the other ones. Um, I want to uh, pro- possibly want to go back and watch three, uh, three uh, onward. Um, and catch myself up before I, I see part two. Uh, but I, I I just hope that part two uh, hits where it's supposed to, you know, uh, because I think this this film right here, it's like this is our jumping off point, And I hope uh, part two slams the fucking target uh, whenever yeah. it gets here. Uh, I would like to give this film a seven out of ten. All right. I okay. like it. Like my friend, um, yeah, I I am praying that this movie was just set up uh, for something bigger that they have planned and locked and loaded for the next one, um, <clears throat> because I really need that. I really need that from the next movie. Uh, this this one was fine. Like I I had. Um, I've, 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 have a, I have a thought that I, yeah, if you're a fan of Mission Impossible movies, you could potentially have a good time with this one. Um, I, as a longtime Mission Impossible fan, um, felt that it was lacking a lot of things that we have gotten prior and that might leave a sour taste in your mouth a little bit. Um, but it has everything that we love from Mission Impossible. It just doesn't have it to the extent that we want it to have it in. And if you're expecting it to go into this, uh, thinking that you're going to get another uh, Mission Impossible Fallout or Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, it's just, it's not. That's not what it is. Uh, we've kind of come down, boiled things down a little bit more, kept it a little bit more simple. And now I'm hoping that we'll go to the next one and things will be bombastic well like we're gonna get tom cruise in fucking space just like fast and furious you know what I'm that's what i want that's what i want next hopefully you'll feel the same way after you after you watch this movie so uh with that said <clears throat> i am wholeheartedly going to give this movie a 7 out of 10 as well um i think i think that this it's 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 fine it's good it's good because it's mission what? impossible but it's fine like it's fine movie what? you know what i mean um yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like a seven is fitting for me. So um, I guess that puts us, since we have majority towards seven, I'll lean us towards the seven category. So um, yeah. <clears throat> 7.0 out of 10 from us here in Good Kraken. Um, nobody <laughs> dies in this movie. It's crazy. Yeah, everyone lives to yeah. the, the, the stakes very are end. so low. No one. Yeah, no, no, one no stakes die. at all, actually. Just potatoes. I, it's crazy. You guys mm-hmm. think that Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise dies at the fucking end, though. Crazy as yeah, hell. Nuts, dude. Yeah, <laughs> just the way he you dies. Guys, you guys think Tom Cruise. No, Ethan Hunt. Like, like, Tom Cruise just dies. He dies, yeah. literally, in IRL. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just like, dies. Yeah. Uh, Griff brought up a good point uh, referring to Jackie Chan. Do you think Tom Cruise is our Jackie Chan, like American Jackie Chan? Do you think that like that's our equivalent? 
I have you know? I have a very simple I love Jackie Chan as a stuntman, but my simple argument to this is is uh Tom Cruise hasn't broken all of his bones because he's simply been good enough to not even break all of his bones. True. So technically Tom Cruise is better. I know? think I think I think hold I'm on. I'm only hold basing on. it off of that. Hold on. I do I... love me some Jackie Chan though. I think, yeah, Griff makes a point. Jackie Chan is our Jackie Chan. Um, I think that Jackie Chan breaking his bones as much as he has uh, is, an, is a testament to how much better he is than Tom Cruise because he's done more <laughs> he, stunts. He sacrificed his life. <laughs> more stunts uh, than ratio-wise doubling the amount of risk. Do you think people are trying to worship Tom Cruise like we do Jackie Chan? Or is it like... Oh no! Nobody. Although, if, Tom I gotta be though. honest. If I if I had to pick uh, between watching a Jackie Chan film though and a Tom Cruise film, I'm gonna choose the Jackie Chan film every time. Hundred times true. over. Yeah, hundred times think, over. Well, man, we should. Do they? Do we have a movie of both of them together at their peak? Like that would be that'd be crazy. Tom Cruise v Jackie Chan. Holy Jackie shit! Jackie Chan, like early two thousands. Like like if the, if they ever met, nice. like. To do a movie that well, be, I, no, I we can't, we can't get, we're not allowed to get that yet. We're not allowed to get that yet because we have yet to actually get Jackie Chan v Jet Li. Like, we got them both we in a couple got, of movies we, together, yeah. but they didn't have a fight scene against each other that was to the scale that we wanted to be at, right? That's when mm-hmm. I'll be happy. Like, they're not, neither of them are we're allowed never to die. It. We're never going <laughs> to get it. We're never going to get it. Jet, Jet Li has like, uh, some, some sort of disease that's like, Jackie Chan's can't, old he as can't fuck, act. Man. Jackie Chan's old as fuck. People are trying to cancel him. Like it's, it's like there's yeah, there's a whole, there's a whole, there's a whole fucking slew of things. We're, we're gonna get, we're gonna get Jason Statham fighting Jackie Chan sooner than we'll ever get Jackie Chan and Jet Li, man. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> unfucking wow, that'd but. be a mismatch pair. Yeah, it would. That'd be a very. Wanna go like Keanu Reeves and Jason Statham? Go you guys, ahead. you guys yeah. see that Expendables trailer? Expendables four. Can you all believe that yeah, shit's happening? <laughs> No, it I looks can't. it looks like it was Devin developed during is, COVID. Devin somewhere looks, is excited. Somewhere. <laughs> I, I'm only excited <laughs> to see how bad it flopped. That's all I I'm excited I can't for. believe that they made it worse. Like, like how do you... Like the, it, every it every movie... Like Netflix, it looks like, looks like a Netflix original. <laughs> it looks like a Netflix original movie before they started making money. Like, that's what it looks like. It Wait, looks I'm, like it was filmed during COVID. Every movie, well, it was, but every every movie of the Expendables has added more and more action stars to it, and this like took out half it looks of them. Gutted. They're gone. Yeah, like, you gone. Gonna They're just this gone. One, you're gonna that? get Fifty Cent. We have Fifty. Hey, we, have we get 50. Curtis Jackson, dude. Curtis yeah. fucking Jackson making a joke about Curtis Jackson in the movie. About the whole, like, don't shoot me in the face. You know what I mean? Like, the okay. Yeah. Okay. Really? And I know that's Sylvester Stallone's fucking fault. I know it's his goddamn fault. There's no way, man. Like, you're, you're telling it's, me y'all, y'all it's, cut. It's hilarious that he's, he's been on this, like, great run, like, with, with the, his shows, at least. Like, I mean, and he makes this. He goes on to make this. I like, can't bro. believe that they are making four fucking of these movies. Like, I can't believe that shit, dude. <laughs> Anyways, Griff, I, I thought they out. peaked with Chuck Norris. I thought they peaked. Oh, with that. dude, so that's like, what I'm talking about, man. Griff, I will camp out at the cinema for a week just to make sure I don't miss the Expendables. <laughs> and this has been 
the Kraken podcast. The way I don't, I got to talk Where about no Seattle. one's died yet. Um, no our schedule for the rest of this week. Just tomorrow, tomorrow night, we're our uh, we got Splash Damage or multiplayer gameplay stream, and we're playing Exoprimal. Exoprimal. Fuck brand, yes, we are. Technically, brand new game. Uh, we're playing no the fuck out of this game. Uh, it's going to be us three. Technically, it literally comes out tomorrow. It's a brand new game. <laughs> It's a brand new game. It's a brand new game. Uh, Devin will not be here because he works like a nerd. Uh, so it's going to be us three getting our XO on. You know what I'm saying? Get our XO on. I got to do my studying tonight. I got to find out what uh, what XO suit I want. I didn't, I didn't realize there was going to be so many. Blind. I'm going in blind. Going blind. Oh, you're going in blind? Oh, shit. Oh, I've already looked at all the suits. I already have, like, which ones. I have my preferences picked out. I'm gonna do it's going to be you two. Dude. You can, uh, I mean, I, I, based off of the gameplay trailers, you could like even swap suits like in a mission. It looked like. Oh, you can swap suits. Oh, so like, shit. we'll see. Like, but I can't confirm that I haven't played it. That's just what it appeared to me when I played. I'm very excited to play this I'm game. I'm gonna tomorrow. play That's Garrick, just, just and I'm gonna complain bro. when I can't switch suits. Like Garrick, Toby, you can switch suits, Garrick. Come on. This is a quality of life feature I didn't know I was gonna be getting, and you said I was gonna have it, and now it's not here. <laughs> <and> I'm pissed. <laughs> Call the devs right now, Garrick. I want this fixed. Chase, we love you too, baby boy. We love, love you too. You, Chase. And we love all of you guys at home as well. Uh, please let us know how you feel about Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Let us know if you've seen it already. Let us know if you want to see the second one. Uh, comment below. Comment on Discord. Comment on Twitter. Uh, not nobody, a lot of running and not a lot of dying. Nobody dies. Yeah, nobody dies in this movie. It's nobody. crazy. Uh, yeah. None. But we're going to die. This has been the Good Kraken Podcast. Your choice for the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m. right here where nobody dies at twitch.tv slash Show. If you enjoyed the show, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit yeah. questions and topics to the show. <laughs> I fucking can't believe you, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Get exclusive post show content and have ready access to, it, to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital. See, <laughs> you, you, you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, <laughs> clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching good kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a spoiler there i mean a review uh but until next time my friends <laughs> nobody dies nobody, nobody dies, nobody dies. Nobody dies. Nobody not a single person <laughs> not a single soul <laughs> not a not single, single character. soul sacrifice yeah not one character <laughs> in this movie dies <laughs> bye not at all